0: everyone, welcome to the Erasmus Diaries with Jane, I am as always your host Jane. Today we have a really exciting episode for you, Um, this is my episode with Holly, my good friend, we met in Leiden, she studies law here in UCC and you know Erasmus is what brought us together so there has to be a good thing behind it really. Um, So today we're going to be talking about housing and travel. Um, A really like good preface with housing is my own experience and then we'll get into Holly's later um, obviously. But my own experience was to use websites. You can use Facebook Marketplace, but it does have its risks. I've mentioned it in other episodes. I'm not going to get into too much detail because, you know, everyone has a horror story about it. So we're not going to bother. There's also this thing called Pararoos. These are all specifically for the Netherlands, by the way. Pararoos was really good. It was where I got my house. It was really straightforward. I used to just copy and paste the same message to every seller and like try get in on a house. And that was the way I did it every time. And it worked. Um, I got a whole two viewings and one house out of it and one contract even, but a house is where I lived. So a house out of it. But no, it was, um, it can be really hard to find a place. So it's good to know these sites. There's also this thing called Camernet, um, which was promising. I think your de- deposit is also refundable if you don't find a house there. I never got my deposit refunded because I was stressed. But sure, I think you can do that too. Um, Cameronet is about 30 euro. I think Power Race is free. And what other one was there? There was Duo. Duo, I don't really recommend as an international student going abroad for a year because the way it's actually open to Dutch students as well. So a lot of people will like register on it when they're 16 because they know they're going to go to university and they want a house and they don't live close to where they li- They're going to college. So they'll go on that. And then it's basically based off the longer you've been searching for a house, the more likely you are to get a house. So like I only realized this when I was applying for a place and I was like the last, on. I was like the first person to apply. I saw it and I was like, oh my God, I'm getting this place. And then I was suddenly like 150th in the list. And I was like, what the hell? So basically it works off like how you've, how long you've been on the site and an active site member or, or inactive. I don't know how it works, but basically it isn't the most reliable. So my top two are Cameranet and Power Race. So that's just my own experience with it. And I got a house and it was a really nice place so I recommend following those methods towards getting a house especially in the Netherlands. I don't know about other places but specifically the Netherlands that's what worked for me. So we're going to get into Holly's interview, have a bit of a chat, get some gossip. It's going to be really fun. So hello guys and um, today I have a very exciting guest and Holly welcome to the Erasmus Stories with Jane.
1: <laughs> hello thanks so much for having me on.
0: Um, This is really embarrassing guys I'm going to fully disclose what happened Um, I completely lost the audio for the last We completely did this interview already And I lost the audio Um, It wasn't even that I lost the audio I didn't record the audio The mics weren't on But (laughs) Holly is too nice And said she'd stick around for what was meant to be a 20 minute interview Again
1: (laughs) No I told you it's okay I have Mondays off It's better than being in the library
0: (laughs) So I, I agree with that but let's get started on Erasmus topics and not my failures as a final year student. <laughs> <laughs> so Holly, what made you want to go on Erasmus?
1: Um, basically, well, I think when I was choosing my course at the start, even in um, Leaving Cert, I just knew I wanted to go on Erasmus. I had been talking to people that had gone on Erasmus and said like, it was such a good experience, uh, new cultures, meeting new people. And I knew it was an option with the course I wanted to do. So like, I just was looking forward to like a year abroad, really.
0: And for those of you who don't know, so Holly does law and I did like a BA exchange. So like they're very different, the way they like work and stuff. So like you actually had to kind of compete for it, didn't you?
1: Yeah. So basically with law, there was kind of um, obviously different locations you to go to and you kind of had to put down your top three and you need to kind of send forth an application about what why you wanted to go. Um, where you wanted to go and like why and you'd kind of list them in order of one, two and three and then also it was based on your results so that's kind of the way we ended up getting our places but luckily enough for me I ended up getting my first choice which was Leiden. And what drew you to Leiden specifically? I think there's kind of two sides to like wanting to go to Leiden so I'd gone on a trip to Amsterdam before and I really liked the vibe of the Netherlands and I just kind of thought I would get on well there and then there was kind of the academic side to it that I'd looked up the law school and it was ranked really highly and it was really well regarded and it offered classes that like I'd be interested in so it was kind of like those two sides to it really.
0: That's so good. Like the f- the like, I feel like people don't really know when they go over it on Erasmus just how different even within your own faculty it can be. Yeah. Like for me, obviously, I was literally doing like I do elements of history in my degree. I was doing like full blown history and Asian studies and random things on Brazil, which I never yeah like before. loads of
1: our students end up doing like the most maddest yeah. classes. Yeah. Like some,
0: I think some of people I knew doing law, um, one of our Chilean friends, and she was randomly in one of my, like, Japanese. Yeah, art yeah. yeah, I, guys, just gonna say now, I'm not an artist, and I never will be, and that has confirmed it. <laughs> it was, I was just there like, I know political things, and then they were like, but in our context. Yeah,
1: but look, it's a good learning experience <laughs> from Erasmus.
0: It is, and then, so like, Holly, we're gonna get into the nitty gritty of it there. What was your experience moving over to the Netherlands?
1: Yeah, so basically I had a very different experience to you. You were more set up and well planned out than <laughs> well, I was. Well, three weeks before I moved over. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, I moved over without having any accommodation, but I was still feeling really, like, optimistic and positive about it. I was going over with my parents and we were just going to go to Leiden and... Just basically, like, uh, go to state agents, uh, like, uh, go to the um, college and just talk to them and see, like, about accommodation and stuff. But basically, it was, like, to no avail. There was there was no accommodation. So my parents left, and then <laughs> I was looking for places to live. So basically, I ended up having to talk to, like, seven or eight different state agents um, about getting accommodation. And I was looking maybe... At the start of September and uh, one of them got back to me to say there'd be a room in October. So just had to like stick it out for a month and got sorted and it was perfect for the rest of the year. But um, yeah, like in Ireland, like there is a housing crisis for students and that was so evident in Leiden. And I think one thing as well is that the kind of student accommodation type thing doesn't really exist in Leiden it's more of a protected kind of smaller historical town so there isn't really those kind of student accommodation blocks put up so it was more Mm. private um houses and apartments but um look it's all it's all good now like (laughs) we
0: had some friends that were living in like refurbished hospitals yeah um I knew someone who was in a refurbished like
1: Yeah, I know it was crazy. It was like a
0: meat factory, so it was kind of really weird. Yeah, definitely. The layout was like really unpleasant. Like you felt you were in like a Soviet-style prison or something. Mm. Like it was like kind of like the cane building here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. Honestly, or even just people living like in towns further away and coming into like. Yeah, we had a friend
0: who was living in like near Rotterdam, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And he commuted every day, and it was like 40 minutes each 20. yeah yeah exactly so it meant for like nights out and stuff like he was so limited so like you got so lucky that you didn't even have to leave Leiden
1: oh no and I, I in the end like I was so lucky yeah Yeah, so definitely the point is
0: guys there's always someone wears off like, <laughs> literally always yeah <laughs> so you can never feel too sad but like you really made light of the bad situation like you only had a month where you were kind of hopping about yeah. like there was a few nights on couches mine included yeah. where we had a great time exactly I know it, it was
1: it was actually it was all good fun like so yeah actually
0: where, it was the best way to meet people yeah guys maybe maybe don't advise this but like it's not a bad way to make friends
1: <laughs> Exactly. Like, shout out to, like, you know, my Italian friend and my French friend for, you know, being nice to me since, <laughs> since day one.
0: And, like, it made, like you also ended up, like, kind of travelling through this experience, didn't you? Oh, definitely.
1: That? Like, first of all, like, moving over to the Netherlands. But then I think with the whole kind of having nowhere to live, the travel bug just hit straight away. So I ended up um travelling over to Utrecht, which was, like, a town over from Leiden. And I ended up meeting... Julie Cashman, shout out to her. Um, She'll be on soon, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, just kind of went from there. I ended up going on trips to um, Sweden and Seville to visit, like my other friends yeah. who were on Erasmus. And uh, what
0: did you think of Sweden compared? Like, price wise, the Netherlands is quite similar to Ireland, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't really find a culture shock. I actually found some things a lot cheaper.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But like, true.
0: what did you think of then? Comparing, because you did, like, three countries in three months, basically. Oh, yeah, definitely. So how did you find that jump from Sweden then, like, price-wise and everything?
1: Yeah, so, like, the story I tell is that I landed over, uh, like, in the evening time in Sweden, and the first thing we did was me and my friend went out, and I was really in, like, you know, holiday mode, and I went up to the bar, and I was like, can I get two shots of tequila? 19 euro. No. And I just remember looking at it being like, no, I just said two, and they are like, yeah. So... I know it's an alcohol <laughs> price wise, but just even from that, I was like, wow, it's it's very expensive compared to the Netherlands and Ireland. So yeah. I think they have a different uh, minimum wage and stuff, but it is a higher cost of living. Definitely.
0: That's insane, though, especially the a student living over there. Like, yeah. Did your friend have any trouble with like affording things then?
1: Just had to kind of get used to just being, like, a higher cost of living and just making sure to, like, find ways around, you know. Was she
0: there for the full year?
1: Yeah, she was there for the full year yeah. as well. And
0: then you went to Seville, you said. So yeah. when did you go to Seville in I the actually year?
1: went to Seville twice. I went to Seville in April and May.
0: Holly, you travel junkie.
1: I know, yeah. No, I'm telling you, in the travel book, it's very bad. No, and then like, where else did
0: you go? You went somewhere else,
1: Sonny, in the winter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, in the winter. I went on a trip to Malta with um, Erasmus' friends from the Netherlands. That's mad. Yeah. Like,
0: Wasn't it like January or February? Yeah, it was like
1: January or February and we were wearing our shorts and the locals were looking at us like, you know, there was something wrong. But
0: yeah, like if it's if it's like 15, 16 degrees, it's rude not to. Oh,
1: yeah. No, that's that's okay. We can work with that. I
0: mean, on a day like today, I'm shocked there aren't more people on campus in shorts. Yeah, exactly. but it was mad. Like you really exploited it. And like, where else did you travel to? So
1: a place that you went to as well. Paris, of course. Oh,
0: we love Paris.
1: Yeah, no, amazing. We just decided one day to get the bus from the Netherlands to Paris. Oh, you did bus? Yeah, oh yeah, we did the bus.
0: Oh my God, no. I did train.
1: Yeah. I was there in two hours. Okay, no, we were not there in two hours. I think we were up on like five or six or something. But you know what? We were like coming to the end of Erasmus. We were broke and we were like, we still want to do things. So look, it was like a cheap option. We got there. Coffee and croissants and, like, Eiffel Tower. You can't say no.
0: But how much was the bus then getting
1: over? I think the bus might have only been, like, 20 euros or something.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. And there, I, I'm, like, I'm so proud of my cheap trip to Paris, but I did the train. So, like, the train was, like, a 100 euro return. Yeah. Um, Which I thought was worth it. But make, compared now, I'm like, oh, is
1: it? Mm. No, but you got... What, you, what was your story with your accommodation when you went there? So,
0: we ended up... Okay, so my friend, Michelle, who you also know... Yes. She went... She has a boyfriend in Leiden who's Swiss and his friend's friend was studying in Paris and her room was empty for the summer. So we kind of crashed there, but we didn't know her at all. So we were like, we can't even buy her like a box of chocolates she likes Mm. or flowers, which would just get destroyed in the heat wave because it was the heat wave and our feet were really, really dirty. (laughs) Oh, it was awful. If you could actually get construction boots, I should have worn them. Yeah, definitely. Docs (laughs) don't even cut it there, I don't think. No, no. They don't. And we paid 13 euro a day there for three days. Insane. It was such good value. We spent like under 100 euro and like we went to all the museums, which were free.
1: Yeah, I know that is one good thing about Paris, like that the museums are free for students. Yeah,
0: I was kind of sad we never I we never got the opportunity to go there. I say yeah. that, like, we literally love... We're like a Dutch fan club here.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah, I can't 100%. promote it enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're like, go to Leiden, make friends, you'll have the best time ever. Literally, like, yeah. As in, now we can, like, talking of cou- couch surfing, we could literally go anywhere in
1: Europe. Oh, yeah, like, friends from everywhere now that, like, definitely... That's one thing about Erasmus is, like, meeting people but meeting people from different countries like you have so many places to go to like if you're looking for a trip you know yeah,
0: like Florence pending yeah of amazing Florence it was so tempting and you also got to Lisbon over summer too didn't you yeah so
1: basically I came home from Erasmus and I kind of loads of my friends were on J1s interrailing or placement so I kind of didn't last that long at home and I decided to move to Lisbon for the summer
0: and like that was incredible yeah
1: I had so much fun
0: and how did you like well, what did you end up doing when you were there? So I ended
1: up volunteering in a hostel. So basically we kind of would work for free, but we get like free accommodation. We're getting free meals. There was a bar that we got like discounts on the alcohol there and stuff and like a free wash a week. So like really, it really worked out for us.
0: Sorry, literally you couldn't do anything cheaper.
1: No. Yeah, exactly. And especially like one thing to say is eras, like you, you're left with kind of little money by the end of it.
0: Yeah I went over my life savings (laughs) and I don't even have like I feel like scraping up like together like 50 quid for something is like a real stretch at this point. Yeah exactly. It's so hard like it really does drain you and like while you have the funds and stuff it doesn't really last very long I don't think. No. There's a reason they disperse the payments. Yeah exactly (laughs) yeah to
1: plan it out definitely. It's
0: awful but like what else is there um so you like had quite a lot of stuff going on In college as well, while you were away, and like how did that compare to home and
1: stuff? Yeah, so like one thing on the academic side was that, let's say in Cork and UCC, like the pass rate is 40%, whereas in Leiden it was 55%. So that was definitely like kind of a culture shock when you're used to like a different pass rate. So that was going up by 15%. So you kind of had to like get to grips with that. And I think another thing with Leiden was it's kind of more like school. It's more like classroom based. It was like smaller classrooms and more kind of continuous work and stuff. So I think at the start, it's different. But like you get to grips with it and you get used to it and it it is okay. And like one thing to say as well is I didn't think that anything I did on Erasmus would like help me in my modules and finally or feed into it but definitely I'm finding some of the classes I'm doing now I've done some of the theory or the work already on Erasmus so actually it is helpful and I feel like did you find the same? I had the exact same
0: that like one of my modules was like on Brazil as a world power which I'm now trying to base my dissertation on which is incredible and I'm also doing like IOR of Asia which a lot of like half my modules I think were literally on Asian studies yeah
1: yeah they have a really good department in Leiden on yeah, that yeah. they literally
0: have like this library and like everyone like tried to go up there because it's the quiet place it's, mm-hmm. where, it's like Q3 in Leiden like, <laughs> my, my precious Q3 I should add <laughs> yeah but like you literally it's so different and like the law faculty itself is so pretty oh yeah like, like
1: it's stunning like set on like a gorgeous canal and like just the grass area around it and stuff or like we were just saying about the library beforehand that there's a tree growing through the library which it's is just so like cute. magical
0: yeah I remember one day I was doing an, an exam in there and I was like depressed I'd bumped into the fr- our friends and they were like oh we're going for drinks after in like a park because in the Netherlands you can do that it's not like we're being delinquents no no, no, no.
1: it's like the thing and I do. like
0: missed the drinks but I still went to the park and then I had like one of the other girls was still coming and we just such a cute little time so it's really like the location of the law faculty itself is so like conducive to just hanging out and making friends. Yeah, literally. Yeah, exactly. Like you get so much well not, but you get like so much socialization out of it. You really do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like it I, was you, worth going to the library. You were going to <laughs> meet people and have fun.
0: Same can be said everywhere, but like a little bit more when you're on Erasmus. You can yeah. really exploit like the oh you're just studying for an exam, let's complain about how much work we do in the year we're not meant to do work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we had so much fun. And I really, like, I think that can't be emphasised enough, like, how much fun we've had.
1: Yeah, so much fun, like, and just such a such a good experience where you, like, I think you learn so much about yourself as well, though.
0: You do, it's so, like, we were saying earlier how, like, we've become so independent and responsible especially for you considering you've been moved out since you were, like, 18, 19. Yeah,
1: yeah, but it is, like, a different kind of independence, like, we were saying like, I've moved out of home in first year of college, so, like, I've had that bit of independence, but when you do move away to, like, another country, you don't have that, like, comfort blanket, security blanket of, like, your parents being there, being near, like, you know, like, a comfort blanket of friends that you already have, so, like, you just start getting used to, like, you know, living your life and, like, trying to sort out your own problems and stuff. But I think it's a really good thing to, like, to learn.
0: Yeah, exactly. Especially when you come over there with, like, very little. um, And, like, literally for you, like, you came over in not the best situation. And, like, I've never seen someone, like, embrace it so much. And then, like, you at the start with, like, you're, like, feeling like, oh, my God, I'm so lonely. I don't think I can do anything for myself. And then at the end when we had your goodbye drinks and, like, everyone was there yeah yeah, and it ended up being like a few people's goodbye parties but we won't get into <laughs> not that. getting into that that's a bit i'll start crying yeah don't don't <laughs> we'll all get emotional we don't want to get emotional on this podcast at least like unless it gives us more views or something i yeah. don't know
1: how i don't know no, how we're how only at the start of final year though the emotional side we're gonna put that off to till, till a bit later we're yeah. still fine we're still fine but now
0: like are you planning on doing anything else or is this kind of it for
1: you until next year um. yeah so well I won't be doing the travelling that I did on Erasmus definitely but no it's kind of head down and studying but maybe like we're saying we do have like loads of friends Um, and loads of places in Europe that may be a weekend trip to see someone yeah. I think
0: it has to be done it's a bit rude not to like yeah, it's yeah. just exploiting so I think we're going to park it there, Holly. Um, hopefully we can have you back if we both don't start crying like <laughs> we've been saying. Exactly. But it was so good. And again, we have to say a big thank you to Holly for doing this interview again because Jane doesn't know how to work here <laughs> no. all the time. <laughs> oh, gosh, Thanks so much for having <laughs> thank me. Thank you, Holly. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. This has been our show, The Erasmus Stories with Jane. As always, I'm your host. I hope you had a great time and we will see you again next week with another episode. It'll just be me next week, sadly. But sure, I'm sure you'll live. Um, so, thank you so much. As always, tune in. You can always contact me via the Instagram, which is Erasmus Diaries with Jane, where you can DM me with any questions or if you want to come on the show or you have any ideas. You can also follow the Spotify, which is just Erasmus Diaries with Jane episodes. And if they just want to listen to the music that we play live on the show, it is Erasmus Diaries with Jane, nothing else. Enjoy!